Hello everyone, welcome to A Millennial Learns. I am your host, Abby Rancor. Thank you so much for joining me as usual. Um, so listen, this week has been pretty nuts. I was cross-stitching a bunch. We're starting this little business and things just got crazy. We had a really fun weekend and so I just have not uh, done a ton of research on a new topic. I was going back and forth between what I was going to research about and I'm researching Afghanistan right now but again like I mentioned last week there's just so much involved with trying to formulate an opinion that's an educated opinion on what's going on in Afghanistan. Like I have definitely an opinion from a gut reaction but honestly when the whole kind of 20 year U.S. presence in Afghanistan was happening I didn't ever really look into it a ton didn't really have that big of an opinion I know a lot of political parties are split on it so like some Republicans now are saying like we should never be involved in 20-year wars while some Republicans think that it is important that we have a presence there so I'm really trying to research and figure out what I believe on that because I do I mean I follow people that I very highly respect that have the opinion of like on both sides and then I also want to know about what because um, I know that Trump wanted to take um, troops out of Afghanistan as well and I've heard that the execution of taking those out um, of taking the troops out like what Biden did versus what Trump had said he was going to do was drastically different but I don't trust the news at all so I just really want to go and research that more before I do a whole podcast episode on it and then realize like my entire opinion is wrong. So I am, that's still in work, but I just figured that this week it would be a more casual episode and I just kind of wanted to do a family or like a, like a update, uh, just a personal life update um, because there's a lot going on. There is a ton going on. I feel like in the podcast, I'm always researching which is great. I love learning stuff, but I do like podcasts sometimes when they are just feels like you're hanging out. So, um, I wanted to, I just have a list of like some things that I wanted to give an update on. So first of all, the crochet business, I've talked about it the last couple weeks. It is so much fun. We are having a blast with this and I just made a new pattern today and so did Sam. So if you are new to the podcast or you have not listened to the past couple episodes, basically one of my best friends and I from my, it was my friend from college. Um, we started a cross stitching business, cross stitching slash embroidery. I mostly do cross stitching. She does both. And I just started cross stitching. I'm kind of a newbie at it, but it has been so much fun to learn. And what we did is started an Etsy shop where we release patterns. So um, we have this software that we can go in and design things and make all these really fun patterns kind of they kind of vary based on skill levels so we have some that are really easy and some that are coming out that are going to be much harder um, but it's so much fun you go in and design and it kind of gets our creative it's like our creative outlet and so we've been releasing these patterns we have you know sales are starting to come in it is so exciting I just sold one the other day that I don't know if anyone has been on vine um but there is an old you know vine video that was this guy who got scared and he goes ah you almost made me drop my croissant and i made a pattern 
with a big croissant and it says uh you almost made me draw my croissant around the edge and so you know that one got a sale and i'm very excited about it so we're just getting the ball rolling but so we're learning about etsy and their advertising and we have an instagram and we're trying to get that off the ground and it's just been so much fun and i really enjoy cross stitching so right now i'm cross stitching this fall truck with pumpkins on the back and I really want to do a sampler, like a traditional, like what you th would think of as like traditional cross-stitch, kind of like old-timey, and um, frame it and do that for like a new, like a housewarming gift or a new home sort of thing. So that's all been very, very exciting. We have a, you know, standing business meeting, which is great. We have a schedule that we're following. We have a, an Instagram posting schedule. We have a new pattern schedule. So we are rolling on this business and, you know, hopefully it makes enough money so I cannot be an engineer anymore. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I do like engineering, but it would be nice to do cross-stitching instead or as a supplemental income. <laughs> um, so that's all going very well. The other like big thing that is just so fun and it just happened the last two days. So let me just back up because I will say I have never really been into family history that much like ancestry.com or you know tracking back your lineage like some members of my family like my aunt has been very very into it and done a lot of research on you know what family members came over when who they were all related to you know all of this so I've never really been interested and I don't know why there was always this kind of mental block where I like history but I don't really care about my family history like you know there's some really cool people but it just seemed I think overwhelming because obviously as you go up generations like your family tree is kind of doubling in size so you get to this point where you're just swimming in just a list of names and to me they all kind of sounded the same and it was just not that exciting well I don't know what happened in the last like week where I got so excited about family history and figuring out like who did what I think it was because you know my um my grandpa's brother so like my great uncle visited a couple of days ago and him and my grandpa were talking about like oh do you remember when we used to visit this person and this person and oh and they were talking about you know who was related to who and who they used to visit and all this stuff and suddenly it was just like oh it is good to track family history and I would like to know more because it seems like there are actually very cool people that it would be worth learning about so I got this app called Family Search, I believe it's called, and it's run by the LDS Church. So the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints runs this like family search app. And I mean, there's an app connected to it, but it's actually a place you can go in Salt Lake and they do all of this genealogy stuff, all this research. So they have this app where you can start putting in, you know, your um your parents or grandparents and then it'll start connecting matches and and flowing up this entire big family tree and <clears throat> whoa my voice just cracked and so i've really been 
diving into those and trying to get as many like linked up family trees because you don't have to fill out every single family tree like there was no way I would go back to like the 1500s researching my family and filling in the, the people and I wouldn't even know where to go so they do all that there's like established family trees and as soon as you get um, someone because anyone can contribute to this so as soon as you try to enter in someone that already has a record on file um, it will connect automatically to all of their family tree that's already been established by however many people have contributed. So um, I was having a really hard time with connecting some of mine because half of my family is Swedish, um, like my mom's side. And it's very interesting how they do the last name. So let's say um, your last name is Larson. So it's like Carl Larson. Well, the way that they do last names is like your last name is just going to be your dad's name with a son or daughter after it. So there's no last name you can really trace. You're tracking like everyone's first names through the generation. So for example, like there's a, so Carl Larson, well, his son's going to be um, his son's last name will be Carlson because the dad's name is Carl. Um, and then you know that if someone's name is Carl Larson, their dad's name is Lars. So in a way it makes it okay, but you can't track a last name through many generations. It just changes every generation. So it gets confusing and it's hard to track because for example, I'm trying to find someone named like Franz Iver Carlson. Well, there are so many Franz Ivor Carlsons, they all married people with very similar names. And then on top of that, when people move from Sweden, you know, Carlson, they spelled like K-A-R-L-S-S-O-N. Well, um, then over the generations when they moved to, from Sweden and then they were here for a while, it morphed. So like every generation, it's like you're dropping an S or the K turned into a C. Eventually it's just C-A-R-L-S-O-N, like how we would probably spell Carlson. But as you go up the generations, that's not always true. And Carlson will be like uh, two S's and an E and a K instead of a C. Like it's very confusing. So I've had a trouble tracking anything on my Swedish side for a very long time. Or, you know, there's no like... Uh, I haven't hit the point where the entire family tree will like kick in and I was having a lot of trouble with my husband's family. So I found a really good family tree back up to like the 1500s on my husband's dad's side, but it took me a really long time to get anything on his mom's side. But today I hit the jackpot of all jackpots. I found this couple and yeah we didn't know a last name or something and so i thought that it was this one guy we confirmed that there was this family member that had already been entered into the database and it triggered this family tree up that literally is just all royal lines it's like he's my so my husband now we figured out is related to the king of england like a king of scotland and a king of dublin or something because there was a lot of crossover. Like we saw that the King of Scotland married the princess of England. And so now 
you know, then when you fall that line down, then you're obviously related to the, the King of England and the King of Scotland. So um, kind of if you're related to one, it's easy to be related to all of them. But yeah, so we just found out that he is related to all of these royal, you know, royalty, royal lines. And so I'm basically a queen because I married <laughs> into all these royal lines. So um, yeah, it's just so fun. Like there's so much you can do with tracking your ancestry. And now we have, I mean, I wanted to find all of the other branches because there's a lot of um, grandparents lines that I have not been able to catch the rest of their family tree. And so we're, I'm going to keep working at that, but it has been so fun and it's really distracting because I just want to do that all day. Like I want to cross stitch and track family history all day. <laughs> so um, that is the newest there. If you have not researched your family tree, I would highly, highly recommend doing that because you never know, you might be related to kings. And then like for mine, I mean, we my family has done a lot of research as I mentioned. And so there's one guy, he's like my eighth great grandpa, I believe. Um, and I need to go find his, but fun facts about my family. I'm just going to brag a little bit because so my eighth grade grandpa, his name is Stephen Manchester. He was in the French and Indian wars and I obviously need to go and research this more, but there are, there was this battle that was like, you know, a very, very pivotal moment in the French and Indian war. And this whole town was going to be destroyed and whatever. Um, he had one from the story that I have read and that my family has researched, I believe, you know, they were losing, like his side was losing very badly. He had one bullet left in his musket. He loaded it and ended up shooting the chief. And since the chief was shot, uh, the entire group fled and this um, ancestor of mine saved the whole town. I'm sure the, the story is actually cooler than that because that seemed a very watered down version, but um, I will be doing a whole podcast episode about this and probably a lot of my family members because I'm just so interested now in the family members. Then we have two, uh, a married couple, two people who were on the Mayflower and they survived coming over on the Mayflower, which is very, very great. And then there was something else. There was another, oh, well, this is a kind of less cool because it's by marriage, but one of my, like, I don't know, great grandparents or something, her last name is Ingalls because she married into the Ingalls family, which is Laura Ingalls Wilder who, you know, Little House on the Prairie was like my favorite books growing up. I love Little House on the Prairie. And my great grandma married into the Ingalls family. So we have a grandma Ingalls, um, but technically I'm not sadly related by blood to uh, the, to Laura, and <laughs> to Laura Ingalls, because that would be the ultimate, ultimate jackpot. Um, but very cool stuff. I I am going to be doing this for the next few weeks, I'm sure, just diving into family trees. So that's all very fun. Um, let's see. The other thing that I wanted to talk about is that my sister-in-law is pregnant. Woo! Um, we, I, we've known for a while, but she just announced it on Instagram and the word is out. She had her first ultrasound. It is a, you know, 
we, we don't know the gender yet or anything, but looks very strong, healthy, all of that. That's all very good. Here's the thing though. The due date is March 31st. Great due date. Perfect. However, our house, because if you are new to this uh, podcast, my husband and I are living with my brother and sister-in-law temporarily while our new house is being built. Now, they say that our house will be done plus or minus 60 days from when we signed the papers, which was the beginning of January. So technically, the latest that they said uh, our house will be done is like mm, early March, I would say. However, we go by and they've like dug things out, but there's no concrete, there's no footers, there's no foundation right now. We have a meeting September 10th, um, a pre-construction meeting, but it just seems like it might get on the edge. Like we might be um, a little bit late with the entire thing. So um, I'm really, really hoping and praying that we are going to be out of this house and into our house by the time that baby comes around because otherwise we'll probably be living somewhere else temporarily like no one wants to live with you know their sister-in-law and brother-in-law when there's a brand new newborn like in the mix that's just too much so hopefully we get done by uh march 31st but that is very exciting news this will be the first grandchild on my side of the family like on my brother's side of the family um and the second grandkid on my sister-in-law's side of the family so it's all very new all very exciting my parents are gonna be grandparents for the first time and the whole family is just freaking hyped about this baby coming so they already have um names picked out for if it's a boy and if it's a girl so i'm excited to see i'm thinking it's going to be a boy but the family is very divided on if they think it's going to be a boy or if they want it to be a boy or if they want it to be a girl and they think it's going to be a girl. We, I don't know. I liked having an older brother, so I'm kind of hoping that it's a boy because I feel like it's just easier. Like it's easier on parents. It's easier on the younger sister to have a big brother is like great in my opinion. So um, I'm kind of hoping, I'm, I'm pulling for a boy, but it would be great have a girl too obviously it's just I know as a younger sister it's just so much easier I think to have an older brother I guess I've never experienced it the other way but that's my thought so that is very very exciting um let's see what else well I did want to talk about Australia in lockdowns because I keep seeing this all over my Instagram page um, that Australia, there are these anti-lockdown protests everywhere and the police are like pepper spraying them and shooting rubber bullets at them and, you know, just for not wanting lockdowns. Now, Australia is even crazier than America lockdown wise, like way, way crazier, depending on what state you live. I mean, like when you go to Australia currently, the rules are you have to be quarantined for 14 days in a hotel room no matter what. So even if you have a negative COVID test every single day, you are in your hotel room for 24 hours a day. You can't even walk outside. They want zero cases. Their whole thing is zero cases. And they always have like one case or two cases. You know, they've had like nine deaths the entire year and a half. 
and people will say oh see australia is handling it so well australia is handling it amazing um no like taking away every like taking away everyone's freedoms and just absolutely having you live in isolation is not you know that is not worth it that's not worth nine deaths like that's worse than a lot of deaths in my opinion if your entire country has had every single one of their rights taken away like you are not handling this well so i'm glad people are finally like standing up to this but it it does show how crazy things can get and you know i'm all about thin blue line and you know supporting police and all of that stuff but also i can totally see how things can get out of control because if they you know it's a state-run entity and so if things are going sideways like if, if they're trying to take away constitutional rights from people and then police are still enforcing that it's like um yeah i i'm not gonna support the taking away of rights and you know i was listening to michael malice i think i've mentioned him on the podcast before but he's an anarchist um and at first glance or like when you first hear that it sounds absolutely ridiculous like anarchy is terrible but he is interestingly he makes a great few points about it part of it is because he doesn't believe that police should be run like government a government entity he he thinks that all security should be private security because of this very reason like if the government says that they have to enforce an unconstitutional law or take away all of your rights then yeah like that's very bad if they're state run they can take away all of your rights and enforce them so he's not in support of like state run police so I don't know there's a lot to unpack with all of his beliefs but it's kind of interesting and and I see it's more convincing the more I see in Australia to be honest because they are like dread I mean they they do it all under the guise of COVID restrictions and COVID you know safety public safety all of that kind of thing but you know they're tackling people because they don't have masks on and it's like well if you were that concerned about COVID you would stay away from people but no it's just a it's just a power trip really in Australia is what's going on and it's just taking away everyone's rights and they gave up their guns I think it was in like the early 2000s they gave up their guns and so there's no there's no threat of um, standing up to a tyrannical government at all it's just <clears throat> it's just really sad what's happening over there and uh, I am glad that they're protesting but it's crazy to watch very very crazy like the the covid lockdowns are wild there so bad so yeah that is australia and mm, i think that was all i wanted to talk about there's just some yeah that was just the the few things i wanted to do just this little life update because things have been very crazy and i will be back on the research train next week it's either going to be afghanistan or something probably in our family tree <laughs> some just fun fact because <clears throat> i mean i do i obviously want to do the topics that people want to hear but also this podcast is about uh 
just whatever I want to learn about. And now that I'm on this like family history kick, you guys might be learning a lot about my genealogy. So um, that is pretty much all for this week's episode. Um, it was a short and sweet one, but I will be back on Thursday for our Bible episode. It's a bunch of Psalms. And so we will be catching up on the entire book of Psalms and the beginning of Proverbs. And I'll just be picking my favorite ones and doing a little like, you know, what lessons can we pull from these Psalms? So go back and listen to the other Bible podcast episodes to get caught up on your reading if you are behind or to keep reading along with me. And I will see you on Thursday. Bye everyone.